Hello Hi. and welcome, welcome to, to the, the team. team. My name is T-Rex and I'm joined by my co-host as always. Lucky Steph. Hi, how are you all? Um, I have been laying around. I don't think I have seasonal depression. I just think that I'm like really low key. Whenever it gets cold, I'm like, oh, I can just stay in bed all day and never go to the gym again. It's been like a month <laughs> since I went to the gym. And I'll be like, you know what? I am going to get out of the house today. And then I go get coffee and go to Chipotle and come back home and watch another six episodes of uh, King of the Hill on Hulu. Look, you're just working on your winter body. I am. That's okay. We need it. So, <laughs> we need yeah. to stay warm. It's very cold. Um, we are joined by a very special guest uh, for her first time ever. Shay Coulee is here. Hey, guys. What's up? What's new with you? Um, Nothing much. Just, you know, enjoying all this nice cold weather we have here. <laughs> you're currently on the Christmas Yes, tour. I'm on the uh, Murray and Peter Drag Queen Christmas tour. I did my first date here in Chicago, which was so much fun because, like, I rarely get the opportunity to, like, perform, like, yeah. in the city. So that was really cool. And, uh, yeah, I hopped back on this weekend in um, Nashville. So Oh, work. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Do you guys get to go out after? Or um, sometimes it depends because, like, we... It depends on how far we have to go because, like, we get, like, a pull-off time for, like, the bus because, like, we basically drive through the night and then we wake up the next day in the city. Like, bus tours are the shit because, like, you don't have to worry about airport security, none of that. Yeah. So, like, so, <clears throat> typically we pull out between, like... 1 a.m. and, like, 4 a.m., you know? So if it's, like, a 1 a.m. pull-out time, we normally, like, don't go yeah, out because no. we're all, like, we won't have enough time to, like, have fun. But if we don't have to leave till 4 a.m., then we typically go out. Has anyone ever missed it? And, like, if you do miss, <laughs> if you don't come back, will they be like, all right, you better get a cab to the next city? Or, like, how do they? Yes, I know that has definitely <laughs> happened to Naomi Smalls before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She got left and had to take, like, a $700 Uber. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michigan or something. Yeah, because, Wild. like, the thing is, like, you know, also, because when you're in smaller cities, they don't always have, like, consistent flights going in. Yeah. So, like, realistically, you'd be like, okay, that's, like, the price of a plane ticket, but there was, like, no way for her to get in town on time <laughs> yeah. for the show, so, like, oh had to God. take, like, an Uber. Oh. But, like, yeah, no, there's definitely been times where, like, girls have been, like, getting, like, dragged onto the bus. I had to get dragged off of the bus. <laughs> Last year, I remember we went to, we were doing a show in Minneapolis, and, uh, we went to this bar saloon, and I don't even know how this is legal, but they had a buy one, get one free deal for drinks. Oh, my God. So, like, everyone was just, like, passing us, like, all these drinks. I remember making out with Pheromone that night. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were just, like, lit. And I will never forget, like, the next day was in uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and, like being pulled from, like, the grips of death on that yeah. bus. Like, literally the worst hangover I ever had as an adult. I had to sit in a chair at the meet and greet with, like, oh, this, like, no. painful look on my face. It was terrible. It was so awful. But oh God. at least I had that bus to sleep on. Because there's no way I would have made it on a plane that <laughs> drunk. Right. That would not have happened. Oh. Um, all right. We're, <laughs> we're, 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 like two I we're not even two minutes into this podcast. Things um, are going crazy. I love it. Um, all right. We are also joined by, uh, it is her second time with us, uh, and, and she is most recently the winner of Camp Wanakiki. Hey. Uh, Welcome, Alexis Bethel. Hello. How are Hi. you? I'm fabulous. It was really hard not to like laugh and make noise. So last night you had a show with uh, Ginger Minj in Milwaukee, yeah. cross-dresser for Christmas tour. Yes. How was that? It was really, really good. Yeah. I had never seen her live before, and she's so quick and she's so charming. Yeah. And it was her first time doing the show. It was the first leg of the tour. Oh. I think there's like 11, 11 or 12 stops. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was amazing. She, I think she had done different versions of the show before, so she kind of knew what was going on. But it was, it, it was just like, she's so charming and quick and it was like casual and she would say things and the audience would go crazy. It, it was so cool. What else is new with you since... Uh when in camp want a kiki, you know, and Shay, I don't say this to to if, to do anything to say anything mean, but Alexis Bevels is our first drag queen winner of competition. So. <laughs> we were so long overdue. We had come so close so many times. It was funny. I had the same reaction. I was like, it's about. 
fucking time. Someone said it to me, and there was like a moment of like, oh wow, this is weird. I think you said it to me, and I still can't believe it. How many amazing queens that are in Chicago and have come before me? I mean, well, I can't wait to see who's going to be the first queen to win a good show. Have you seen Kim and Kiki? Yes, I have. I love it. Oh my god, all of its jankiness, I truly love it. It was so. It was like my favorite. We actually like binge watched it while we were like packing because we just like moved into a new apartment like a few like a few months ago like uh in the fall but we were watching camp one and kiki just like it was great i i loved it i had like it was just like all the characters like the girls were awesome and i loved seeing it's just always fun to watch people that you know just all like that was the best part on tv and i loved the take of it um i mean i'm definitely excited to see like what they do with like season two because like i always feel like you know each first season of a show is like kind of like a test to be like we have these great ideas like how will these ideas pan out but Mm -hmm. um i loved it and i can't wait to see what they do it's just so positive everything yeah that's so yeah, positive, yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Happy. I like that it like where Dragula is like, we want more drama, and it's just like girls yelling at each other. <laughs> this you show is just like, let's, let's go voting together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They did. They absolutely said like, we're not aiming for drama, but like, if there is drama, go for it. <laughs> yeah. There was just no time, and I think we were all like, yeah. "What is this? How are we all doing?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, because none of us had ever yeah. done it, including the. Yeah. yeah. So you're like just all trying to swim in the same direction because yeah. you're like confused. Yeah. Sometimes literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, shall we start, my dudes? Yes, yeah. I think we should. All right. All right. We're really with... excited this time. Um, some of these questions have been edited for clarity and for brevity. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're excited this time that we get to read the names of yes. people and where they're from who are asking the questions. And for the so. first time, it was kind of anonymous before. Well, completely anonymous. But now, you know. <laughs> now there's little shout outs, which I think is up. cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So your friends might know the questions that you're asking. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah. Don't be shady. That's a question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or be extra shady. Right. <laughs> and on that note, Terry okay. from Columbus is asking us what is your least favorite kind of fan slash audience member and what is your most favorite uh, uh, Alexis I mean I, I wonder if we all have the same I think we I think it's the, the Harry the least favorite <laughs> oh I love this is uh the person who wants to be a part of the show. Girl, oh. I literally <laughs> took the words. Yeah. The words. Yeah. Out of my mouth. Like, there's not this there's a time and place for that, but it's not right now. So please don't get on the stage. Or like or if I'm front of the or stage. if I'm talking and they're just going, Yeah and, and I'm like, okay, 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 but not about you. Not yeah. about you. It's not oh, your yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. Not the people that try to take the mic out of your hand because they've got something to say. Oh, oh my God. I was actually, it was so funny. I was like on Instagram and there was like a compilation of like <laughs> Wendy Williams taking her mic back from people oh, that yeah. have taken it from her. And I was just all like, I know that feeling where you're just all like, yeah. 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 Okay. I do the same like at crash landing where, like, <laughs> I mean, and that's like beauty pageant rules. They tell you mm-hmm. when the host like gives you the mic, you talk into it, you don't snatch it. Mm-hmm. So I immediately, when people try to snatch that mic, I go, uh, 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 uh. Like, <laughs> we don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm in control. This was my show. Yeah, <laughs> I know they get on there and they want to talk a monologue. And oh, right. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God. I need to be able to snatch her back. Yeah. But yeah, no, right. definitely the ones that make the show about them. I remember being in P Town and seeing Jinx Mon Jinx monsoon's show <laughs> and like her, she had just the best reaction to this heckler which I will never forget um, this girl that was just like talking over she was just all like okay honey I know this looks really natural but this is a scripted show and there are no lines for you so shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yes, bitch. That's brilliant. Smack them down. Uh, that and, like, touching the people who come up, like, mm-hmm. and want to, like, smack the girls on the ass or, like, oh shove the money God. wherever, like, uh, you know, that's always, like, the fucking worst. Yep. Um, but I just love people who, like, stand at the front and smile. That to me is like the yeah. thing. Yeah. People who are like, like even like super socially awkward people, like I get it, but like, you know, like they just like stand in the front and they're just like, I'm just happy to be here and they just like smile and have money. <laughs> great quality. Yeah, they're just like want to give their energy to the performers and sometimes yeah. their dollars yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 It's a good thing. Especially at shows that like Berlin, I feel like, 
I love those people. And especially like all the wackiness and crazy performances that go on there. They're always the ones that kind of get like subjected to some yeah. of the weirdness. Yeah. It's like, I just remember having this like very vivid memory of uh, Abby and Amalia and like Ryan sitting like yeah. front row. And I was doing some number in drag matinee and I had like, way too much baby powder in this wig Uh-oh. and I like no. shook it and, and it's like, it just was like <laughs> like in their mouths just like oh no and like them still trying to fake those smiles but like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah like those are the committed people we love them yeah. <laughs> okay shall we well, yeah. <laughs> we just had a moment everybody just was like, oh, like oh, thinking about nice their favorite people. audience members and how yeah. wonderful it is yeah uh, should we do the next question yeah uh, from Aaron from Chicago, what is your dream gig? If you could create your own show, tour, et cetera, uh, who would be on it and what would it be like? What about you, Cher? Um, my dream gig. gig. If you could create your own. I think like my dream gig would, oh God, I would really love to do like a fun show in P-Town for a whole summer. Yeah. Like, have, like, a nice, like, vacation where I don't have to be, like, on a plane all the time. And, like, do something that is, like, really theatrical, really well-produced, and, like, something that can, like, definitely, like, sustain there for, like, two months. Like, that would be that would be really fun. Well, you just had your one-woman show at the Lori Beachman. Yeah, yeah. That was, was that? a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, it was really intimate. The Lori Beachman is just, like, a 100-seat dinner theater. Um, is it and the smallest uh, something on... Is it on Broadway and or something like that? It's on Forty Second. Oh. Yeah, and it's tiny. Yeah, it's like this really intimate. Just like, and they do they serve like dinner, and it's just like very that like mm-hmm. me and a piano. Um, and the show got picked up to go to um, Australia in March. Oh, yeah, um, but I actually am going to uh, redo it because like these I got an email like the venues are like a lot bigger than like this small one so um i'm actually gonna do kind of like a prequel to lipstick city but like as a live like one woman show so be like doing some like filming of that and like kind of like bringing back old characters from like the original film and then like incorporating it into like a because i wanted to be like a rocky horror picture show where it's kind of like interactive and there's like live performances like and video so um yeah we're gonna be doing that in march so we're just like in the processes of doing that now so we'll be probably ripping and running around the city and like january just like filming stuff for the show yeah so that's gonna be in Australia? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. And so going to go and test it in Australia and then like bring that back to the U.S. And then, because I was really nervous about the whole one-woman show thing, but now that I've like got one under my belt, I'm just like, it, now I can have like one that's like catered to like smaller venues with intimate audiences and then one that can be like a little bit more production. So That's so cool. Yeah, that's really so exciting. exciting. Alexis and I are looking at each other like, ah. I know. (laughs) Theater divas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all have theater backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. The theater table. Yeah. The theater table. Um, what about you, Alexis? What's your dream gig? I mean, I would I would say like a one woman show along the lines of yeah. Liza with a Z. Yes, that, is that what that's that so yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's that's yeah. yeah. Uh, I remember seeing that for the first time. And that the DVD re came out on my birthday when I was in college, and Liza Minnelli came here to Chicago when <gasps> the Uniqlo was at Borders. Oh. She signed copies and I met her. I pretended I was with Broadway in Chicago. It was amazing. Oh my God, you touched Liza Minnelli. Yeah, and like ever since I've seen that, I was like, I want to do that. Like kind of like Rufus Rainway did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would love to do that whole show or something like that mm-hmm. with like small numbers and then also like huge numbers with huge dancers. You know, yeah. round dancers. Mm-hmm. I, think that would be I so see that cool. for you. Yeah. All I of the that. hairs on my arm are standing up. <laughs> have to do it yes. I would love to that's so cool that's the dream for me what about you Lucky me oh it's easy I I would want to be in residency at a hotel and have one hotel room do that thing but oh, like yeah. forever oh, <laughs> you're like yeah, we yeah. know well Lucky does this like performance art show that's for one person mm-hmm. which sounds like really stressful to like me like one at a time they come yeah in they room. come in yeah, yeah, yeah how I, long is that show 45 minutes <gasps> We did, and it's straight through. We did it 50 minutes. We did it at the Standard in LA, last drag con, as like a tester, and it was just three people. 
and it was like our slots, and they like showed up at the hotel, got a Trey and I worked on it together. We got a, they got a little piece of paper that was basically like, this is what it's going to be. Go to this. It was like a social story, like mm-hmm. they have for kids with um, autism. Mm-hmm. That was basically like, don't be afraid. Everything is fine. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. You'll go in. You'll sit down on the bed. You'll eat snacks. You'll put these headphones on, and the headphones I think help because it's very like insular. And then there's also a little speaker in the room playing at a lower volume so that I can hear it. And then it's just like site specific in the hotel room, all around the hotel room, and it's sort of like a lucky origin story for forty five minutes. But each song is really, really different, and I change clothes in front of the audience member every single time. I have like a base garment that I put stuff on top of, and it's so much fun. And I That's... really would love to just do that, but be in a hotel for like three yeah. months and every night do like three or four slots for people. That is so specific to you. <laughs> like that is so. <laughs> no, that is really cool. That That's is a... really effing cool. That's rad. <laughs> Yeah. It was yeah, it was one of the most fun things I've ever done in my life and I'm like dying to do it again. You have someone in the room with you just in case, Mm-mm. right? Trey was right outside the door the whole time, so at any point I could have like stopped the show and been like you got to get out, but nobody's in the room at the same time. Wow. So, it's like super super intimate. I hope you have some sort of a vetting process where these creeps you allow in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like you need your pimp to like stand. stand I know. Like, <laughs> well, basically, like yeah. Trey was outside the door, you know, doing that, like arms crossed, like listening at the door to make sure everything. It's yeah. interesting. It was kind of sex work. <laughs> like sex work without the sex. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was wild. I want to do it again. How about you, Dad? Um, I, well, okay, so, uh, Segway. Um, I also just announced that I'm doing a uh, a residency with Hard Candy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. out of uh, Kentucky, and I'm gonna start popping up on uh, like random dates, including I'm gonna be on uh, three dates with Jasmine Masters. Yes, uh, love Jasmine. Those. So I, much. I, I She's so much fun. I worked with her. I mean, she came to matinee twice, and it was like two of my favorite nights that I've ever worked, and we just like got on so well, and she's hilarious. So I'm gonna start doing more of that, but like my ideal is to be able to go with like another special guest like that. And mm-hmm. one thing that's worked into the show is that we'll have at least like four or five local queens. Uh, so you know you're kind of like boosting the local economy. That's awesome. And I, I mean, I that's like my jam. I love that you know we can put like big names next to you know smaller names or bring people from like cities around and then I just get to host it for an hour and a half like that's my jam so yeah. y'all we're kind yeah. of all living our dream yes. Yes. like mostly yes. that's so nice alright you want to do the next one yeah oh, I want to do the next the, one should do the yeah absolutely so this next question doesn't have a name attached to it because uh, it was asked at the end of the last podcast but we didn't really have time to get to it yeah and we were like oh it's a good one so let's yeah, we there. brought it back. Because we talked too long the last one and just got drunk as we But so here's the question from this anonymous person. How has drag affected your mental health? What advice do you have for maintaining good mental health as a performer and artist? I, I'm going to step in and say that I think that it's actually helped my mental health, mm. health because I think that it helps you process things, especially when you're uh, performing for an audience. I mean, it makes everything really immediate if that makes sense I don't really know how else to say it you feel alive like when you do a good thing you get a good response when you do a bad thing you get a bad response and you learn how to do more good things Mm -hmm. you know especially if I'm on the mic and I'm getting cheers and applause and laughter and you know if you're if you're doing the right thing you you get the right response so I don't know I guess it's taught me to like I don't know yeah. Do more good things. Do more, I don't do know more good things than less bad. No, it just, makes sense. There's like a comfort in knowing right away if you've yeah. done something right or not. Yeah, I mean, there's no people, like ambiguity there. Yeah, for people who do like uh, theater, life stuff like this, I mean, you know when you get it right. Yeah. And I don't know. That's true. So, anyways, I don't know. I'm still fucking crazy, so <laughs> maybe it's not helping. I was actually texting my therapist right before we started doing this, which is like new. I just started, I've been going to therapy probably only for like the last like month and a half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but 
Definitely, I feel like the therapy is just kind of like more of like grief counseling because I never really like went through like the process of like mm-hmm. talking to people about just like, you know, losses that I dealt with in, in my family. And then also, I feel like being on Drag Race, there's something about that because for the longest time, I feel like I agree with you that like drag helped like my mental health. But then like all of a sudden, you kind of get put into this culture where so many people feel fixate and like on something that happened in the past versus like a live show where you leave it at the show and then you move on and then you like it's just like a new day i mean i feel like in meet and greets i mean i i know with like kim too like people just come every single time time after time and go i'm sorry to hear about your relationship with your mother i'm i hope that you can this and this and this did you lose your virginity yet how you and and you know it's just like such a moment in time to be on a reality show and then for years, people just come up to you and all they can think about to relate to you is yeah. like bringing up traumas that you share yeah. on TV. Yeah. yeah. And then also just like who you were as a drag queen then. Yeah. Because we're yeah. always like changing and becoming like better. And I think that like just recently I've started to get back into a place where I'm just all like, this is where my drag is like going. Cause I felt like I was so stuck in like what had happened like mm-hmm. on a show that was like filmed two years ago. So like yeah. My drag is, like, now recently starting to, like, really help my mental health and, like, it's becoming, like, a creative outlet again. Like, it, it's definitely, like, back in that place. But it took a little bit of, like, reflecting. Like, back back. I feel like with any girl, when they first, like, come out of drag race, the first year is just trying to keep your head above mm-hmm. water because you're getting, like, you're going from, like, gigs to, like, fucking gigs all the time. And then you're also doing that thing where you're tending to repeat yourself a lot. Yeah. Because, you know, you just, you pack an outfit, you take it from city to You're, like, in autopilot. Yeah, and that is kind of, like, madness. I would, like, equate that first year to, like, when you're in Mario Kart and (laughs) go over that ramp and then go through that, like, rainbow time warp and then, like, come over on the other side. That other side is, like, the, the, like, next generation, like, the new cast of girls. And you're, like, oh! What just happened? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's crazy. I would say I was I when I started drag it was it was with the intention of like helping my mental health cuz I was very insecure so when I started it was like okay I'm going to let all these things out that I always wanted to be when I was younger mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like I could. Yeah. So that's uh very much like why I started and I still have a like I'm really big into like the nostalgia of like 90s stuff and like cartoons and princesses and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. that's like very much where I'm at right now. It's very interesting being on a show on a much smaller scale and having not anywhere near the <clears throat> the kind of rainbow bridge that you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, now now it's like I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling very validated, but I'm also like, oh, what if it's like, is it gonna be huge and people are more people are gonna yeah. know who I am. So now it's like, oh crap, and now I feel like I have to yeah. prove that I, you know, deserve to be where I am right now. Mm. Yeah. So Yeah, when there's a microscope on you, you feel more pressure to deliver more so than when you're doing it for like the pure, pure love of it and like the 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 like purity that comes along with just like self-expression and just like putting a a vibe or an aesthetic out there that just like makes you feel good and not really caring so much like what other people say you know you have more time for like self-reflection yeah and things like that which you can't do if you're just like barreling forward yeah i i discovered uh something that i had never heard of like a year or so ago, but have you guys ever heard of imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm feeling it. Yeah, so hard. there I am. So yeah. it's the idea um, that, like, you... Um, I almost want to, like, look it up on Wikipedia. I mean, you could Google it, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's basically, like, that That everything that you're getting, you're just, like, fooling everyone in some yeah, way, and, and it feels like suddenly they'll it realize... Like a fluke or, right. or some sort of, you know, and then you kind of have this weird thing that hangs over you where you feel like one day someone's going to, like, Scooby-Doo pull your head off and yeah. be like, you're a phony and you're not as good as we thought you were. Get out of here. You know what it is? It's like that Julia Roberts in Notting Hill speech where she's like, <laughs> they will discover that I my looks will go someday. They will yeah. discover I can't act. And yeah. Every, and I'll just be some sad, like, former actress that nobody knows. It's yeah. this weird thing that hangs over you where you just have, like, an anxiety. And I've, like, once I figured out what to call it and what it was and mm-hmm. why it was kind of, like, mm-hmm. would fuck with me, it's allowed me to, like, 
step past it and not have it hounding at me. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know, it doesn't affect you every day. It just sometimes the doubt pops in your head and goes like, Those, like mm-hmm. someone's gonna get someone's gonna call you out for being awful you're or being you know all these things you know yeah. it's so crazy how those to... worries will just like they eat you up yeah they eat you up and they they yeah they make you block your own blessings mm-hmm. and they don't mm-hmm. let you accept the good things that come to you because yeah. in the corner of your mind you go well you can't take this good thing because something bad's gonna come you know right. it's like, or you yeah. don't deserve it you don't right. deserve yeah. it and drag yeah. can be such a solitary art where you're just like sitting and figuring something out by yourself yeah. mm-hmm. and even when you're performing even when you're around other people like you're still just doing your thing like mm-hmm. in your presence yeah. and so it's easy to get stuck in your own like loop of mental like yeah. questions being like am I okay is this fine am I <laughs> yeah. doing good yeah. what's happening yeah wow. yeah and, and it's been like important to me to like go like oh, you're in it right now. Like, what you're doing is, like, good. People are enjoying it. Like, you have to take the moments to be selfish and, like, pat yourself on the back and go, you did a good job last night. Celebrate. You, you know, like... Or looking back at, like, a year ago and being like, wow, I did lots of good things and got better at what I'm doing. Yeah, Yeah. and just, like, pat yourself on the back and then go, all right, what's the next step? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you, Lucky? I feel like it's helped me... I mean, it depends... When I have enough space to reflect at least a little bit, like moments where I can step back and be like, okay, do I like what I'm doing? Can I do it better? How can I do it better? Mm -hmm. Then I feel like it's really, really helpful. But when I'm just like, they're entering a period where I'm slammed and I can't like focus and I'm just rehashing the same stuff that I've mm-hmm. performed over and over again, but without the like feeling and intention behind it. Yeah. And then I, that's when I really feel like an imposter. Going I'm through like, the motion. Right. I'm trying yeah. to like recreate pure emotion and energy on stage in a way that is... Uh, maybe I only know, but yeah. I feel like the audience can tell, yeah. and then I feel like a total fraud. Yeah. So like, <laughs> know that feeling. And also like, I'm drinking too much. I'm not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> my body is falling apart. Yeah. My knee is going sideways. Yeah. Like all of those things too, and all of that is really bad. But when it, but when it's good, and I feel right in what I'm performing, and I have the time to make things that I'm proud of. It's there's nothing like it in the world, and I can't imagine anything that would make me feel better about myself and what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's too early to cry. <laughs> All right, I'll do the next one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nat from Baltimore wants to know what is your favorite thing you did in 2018. Like of all things, or <laughs> or a drag, or I have questions, Nat. This whole year has been a blur. <laughs> 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 um, favorite thing? I don't know. I mean, Camp on a Kiki, yeah, Alexis. Yeah, Camp on a Kiki for sure. I would say, is has been like pretty amazing. Yeah. And I and from the moment I they they called, like when I first heard about it, I was like, oh, I want to be on the ground floor of something new. I, that that's exciting to me, and being outdoorsy. And to that note, in February I took the whole month off of drag, and I went and visited um, some family in California, and I literally just didn't do anything for a full month, mm-hmm. and. Like, not anything. I didn't yeah. even have a car to get around. I don't have a license, so. Uh, <laughs> Heard it here first. Alexis can't drive. Uh, no, I can drive. Oh. <laughs> I just don't have a license <laughs> right now. Um, uh, yeah, and that was really cool. It was nice to connect with family, and it was nice to kind of be in nature. And, like, I've always been like, no, I love Chicago winters. I don't like the sun. But being in the California sun for a month was pretty amazing. Yeah, it recharges you. So that was second, and then Camp Kiki is first. Because <laughs> it was, it's like, I'm really grateful to have had that opportunity, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Well, you won, so you must have hey. <laughs> Um, What about you, Shai? Um, I would have to say, career-wise, my favorite thing would have to be... Um, the Lush campaign. Oh yes. my god. So like, tomorrow is Shay's. Yeah. Tray. Can we have more champagne? Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm doing a meet and greet uh, at the Lush store in Michigan Avenue, which is going to be so much fun. But, like, um, you know, they've been doing a rollout as myself and kimchi and detox. And, uh, like, this week, just like getting tagged and all these, like, stories of these people taking, like, pictures of like my picture up in these mm-hmm. malls like That's oh my god I get wild. so choked up because it was, it was like such a dream come true like yeah you think about it as like a child and you like imagine it and then like when something like that happens you're just kind of like 
holy crap, like you go back to being that little kid and you like pat them on the back for like dreaming so big because yeah. you're just all like, you can do it. And so like that would definitely, like career-wise, that was my favorite. And then like personally- Being all is wild. I <laughs> oh <my laughs> you made it past like queer cool into like yeah. now straight people who are coming from Dillard's are- Yes. <laughs> like being like, That's what? Wild. They're like, what an interesting what woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suspiciously large. Um, but like personally, this is like the first thing that popped out before I even thought about the Lush campaign would definitely have to, because I'm such a- a smoker. I love smoking weed. Love weed culture. <laughs> um, definitely would be like going to Amsterdam this year and like going to get my morning coffee and like being able to smoke a huge joint while little <laughs> school children were like walking to school, like waving at me. It was just like the most magical thing. You just buy the joint at the same place you buy the coffee. Coffee, yeah. 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 And so I'm like literally sipping this like espresso, smoking this joint out of this window <laughs> while like little like blonde Aryan children all like ah. and I was just all like this is just like the way life should be how, so. much, how much does like a cup of coffee uh, cost and then how much is like a blunt like is a blunt like oh my god it's about the same yeah, yeah it's just like a couple of uh, euros you just like it's really nice and you, and where you can get the brownie or the cookie like they have tons of edibles and I love like the old people that sit in there yeah. and you like this is there and they're, and they're all like hanging out it's just like Amsterdam was like really it was really cool I, I liked it went on like a boat tour and stuff it, it looks like Beauty and the Beast like yeah. it's very that I was like yeah wow. what about you T? um <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I mean, it's been a really good year at Matinee. Like I've like we bested every you know, yeah, every personal goal. Every like um, we just had like the maximum amount of people in the bar. Like it was just really good. Lots of special guests, and I don't know. I don't know. That's like my favorite weekly thing. So for that to do well, that's like super mm-hmm. important to me. It's like my weird towny thing that I'm like, I have to stay in Chicago forever so that this one show can succeed. Cause it's like my weird thing that I'm like obsessed with this show. It's <laughs> like, such a good show. In, a, in, a, in like a creepy way. I'm like, it has to do good. So it's I don't know. It's a Chicago just, staple. Well, you yeah, made it. Like a fun, yeah. You know, it's you your baby. This it's my baby. Yeah. It's yeah. your baby. So, yeah. yeah, we got a lot of shit coming up, so I'm excited for that, too. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> and, and also, like, getting to do Roscoe's, too, has been great. I mean, mm-hmm. that, I, I can't say enough good things about. I mean, it really took my career, I think, to another level. I mean, getting to work with huge names on a, on a weekly basis, you know. It means a lot for them to, like, put me at the helm of that, like, huge ship of just like a, an enormous live show of two hours of just whatever the fuck's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, so it's like They're stressful, fun. but it's also, I mean, that sh- uh, it takes the fucking life out of me. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it's two hours of talking to complete strangers. Yeah. I sometimes know who's gonna go home just from like whispering. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I've met the person I'm interviewing. Sometimes they have no desire to speak to me. <laughs> yeah. Or so Well, if you want to know who's going to go home, just look at the girl that Roscoe's booked. <laughs> oh, we're, uh, we're, we're, uh, changing the way that we roll. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just like to say that that's not my fault. Um, I don't book that. Um, but, uh, Sitting there while so many girls choke back tears. Like, oh, there are some, like, rough ones. I mean, there had to be at least, like, seven... Well, I mean... There's probably, because we did two seasons back to back, so there's probably at least 10 people that I sat next to them as they failed a challenge Oof. and then went home, including, I mean, the really the hardest one was being there when Blair Sinclair yeah. went home, because that was when she, like, yeah. told her story. Opens up. And then, like, you watch her, you know, it was just rough. And then you have to nap. I mean, that show, when I tell you, it really takes a lot out of me. Yeah. Like, it was like, okay, now let's open it up to a Q&A. And everyone's crying. And people are like, hi, I'd like to share my story about being... And it's just like a very... I don't know. It's taught me a lot in in social skills and, <laughs> and uh, hosting. And it's just like a fucking... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a, a lot. It's a beast. It's really fun though. I mean, it's if you like that kind of it's a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Challenge. But it's fucking a lot. <laughs> but I yeah. love it. It sounds super wild. Um, all right. You want to do the next one? Sure. Oh wait, did you say your favorite? Oh no, yeah. I didn't. I want to hear it. Oh. Sorry. Well, I mean, like 
Goddess is my baby, and we've been doing amazing this year. Tons of great things. We've started being able to um, have out-of-town guests, which is really cool. And we've had a lot of people on as headliners, especially, who are like really gender non-conforming and not really out or vocal about it, who then have been out and vocal about it. And being able to like have those people front and center and then have... Yeah you know, see the people that come out for them who, like, need that and need to have someone being up there on stage and showing them not, that it's not only possible to survive and be gender nonconforming, but yeah. thrive yeah. and, like, be powerful and open has been, like, really, really wonderful. But also, like, the tea. Yeah, this has been, like, This has been amazing. I've, it's been really, really cool. And being able to, like, talk to so many of our friends and people we don't know very well about... Stuff that you don't really get to chat about at, when you're like working and yeah. running to yeah. the next drag show and like having to be really on in front of a group of people. And here it's just like we sit around a table and talk about things we think about yeah. art and drag and life. And that's really nice. Meow. Yeah. All right, let's be shady. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta say something mean. This here. has been so like fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, okay, do you Fuck you, Jane from Madison. <laughs> um, sorry, Jane. Jane from Madison asks, what is your best advice for staying positive as a role model and icon? Oh, wow. Yeah. Shane? Role model and icon? <laughs> the panic in your eyes. Right. <laughs> You're just like, oh, God. Because I think, especially in drag, it's just all like so many of us get forced into the role of being like a role model. That Because like we, going back to like mental health, so many of us are doing this to like find a sense of peace within ourselves and be able to like express something that we necessarily didn't feel comfortable expressing in like our everyday lives so yeah. like and then you find out that people are almost like leaning on you for, yeah like, they project like, themselves oh, onto like a persona that you created yeah. and then you're just like oh okay so <laughs> best advice is uh, what was the question i'm sorry <laughs> how do you, uh, how how do you, you stay, stay positive, positive? stay positive sometimes we don't and that's yeah. okay yeah human you know beings. what sometimes we don't it's like you try, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, realize that sometimes uh, people's feelings are not the truth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just realize that there are people that out there that see you and love you for who you truly are and they get it. And just, like, focus on that. Yeah. 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 That's good advice. Yeah. For me, I, I try to stay grateful. Like, yeah. just, like, live in a place of, like, I mean, I already come from privilege just because that's who I, like, I'm a white dude and my parents are still together and and I've led a, a, a privileged life. But then to have, you know, some good things happen to me this year, I just try to stay grateful and, mm -hmm. and not let it go to my head. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. live in a place of gratitude, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I say, like, every time that you feel, like, a weird feeling of, like, jealousy or something, which can happen, I mean, we're working with a million people around us, and every time, like, mm -hmm. you feel that moment of, like, why does she get that? Why don't I get that? Mm -hmm. You have to, like, step back and think to yourself, like, how can I position myself to get that next thing that I want? Mm -hmm. And also... Let me celebrate her at the same time. Right, it's not about yeah. taking it away from her. Right, yeah. and there's also people that are looking at you like, gosh, I want what she has. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? To, like, to just like take a moment to pat yourself on the back. Yeah. This is the most mental healthy. I like it. <laughs> For unlicensed therapists. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking champagne. Yes. Oh, no. no when that, Why are we in charge? When that happens to me, when I see some th someone have something that I want, I usually go inward and say, well, okay, I have to try harder so I can yeah. be that person next time. Yeah. Which can be healthy, but also it's a little, can go the other way and be self-deprecating. One thing that I've always tried to do is like, if someone gets a new show or gets a new something or someone blows up or something cool happens, I try to make it a rule every time to like post on Facebook. Congrats on this person for a new show. So like, you just constantly go into showing thanks to other people so that people see you as a thankful person mm -hmm. as a congratulatory person and not someone going interesting to see this person gets this I mean you know how some people have yeah. a way of, <laughs> yeah. a way of you know like if you if you put it out there that you, and you congratulate other people you, 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 yeah like you just say it out loud <laughs> yeah. and your brain will not process it in, in like a negative way you yeah. know like if, mm -hmm. if and, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to... And remembering that, like, kind of like what you said, 
because someone has something, it doesn't mean that you don't have it. Or you yeah. Have it. Right. Yeah. And tomorrow might be your day. Yeah. Maybe you'll get something tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Other people Keep working. Sh- yeah. It's sometimes you have to... Because things just about. surprises. You never know what the universe mm-hmm. has in store yeah. for you. And there's always surprises. And like, I think the more that you stay focused on being happy for other people and just like trying mm-hmm. to like achieve your own success and like be good, yeah. like those things will come, you yeah. know? Like those things will definitely come. I'm a firm believer in it. And ultimately we're all part of one big queer family in some way. And like when one of us rises in some Another small way, we does. all rise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I'm getting all like fuzzy from these, all these questions. You're all bubbly so from the champagne. champagne. <laughs> um, all right, from Simone from Chicago, what are your best tips for... For prefer, per, blah, 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 the champagne. What are your best tips for preparing for a show? Uh, like night of? Mm. I guess. Oh. I don't know. What do you do a uh, night of a show, Alexis Bubbles? Um, I... <laughs> I don't know. I watch things while I like, do my makeup. Yeah. Like, like what right? things? Like, how do you make sure you're not, like... Forgetting things. How do you make sure that all your ducks are in a row before you go? I really like to give myself as much time as possible. Mm. Yes. Um, do as much ahead of time yeah. as you can so it's not the second you're running out the door going, oh, I forgot to burn my, or, you know, put this on a flash drive. Right. Yeah. I mean, just give yourself a lot of time so that you can screw up and still be okay. Yeah. Like time wise, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of a vague question, but yeah. I, I mean, rehearse. Go through. I go through the song as as much as possible, because I'm a big culprit of like last minute, <laughs> like last minute um, throwing things together. I'll change my mind at the last minute, so mm-hmm. I have to make sure I listen to it as much as I can. Or if I give myself more time than just the night, I will write it down. Mm-hmm. So I know oh yeah, word. I'll say write everything fucking down because yeah. you'll be like, oh, I'll remember that. <laughs> no, nope, you won't. <laughs> no, you will not. And then you'll be on stage. And you'll you be like, will not get to that one phrase, and you're like, ah, this is total gibberish. <laughs> or you, you like get in the shower, you're like, okay, I'm ready, and you're like, yep, I forgot to buy shaving cream today. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't trust yourself. Don't trust yourself. Don't trust yourself. <laughs> Your biggest biggest thing is don't trust yourself. Write everything fucking down. Yeah. Right? Past, past you has to protect future you because future <laughs> you is an idiot. Yes. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Um, I don't know anything else about preparing for a show. Just be prepared. I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, Helpful. like my best advice is like have your shit like ready and packed the night before as if like that's yeah. your show. Yeah. And then you can spend like the day of just like focusing on like being in like the proper headspace to perform and you know, focus and, on that. And form habits. Like every time I take my like my uh like regular shoes off I put my socks inside the shoes put them in the same place then put my pantyhose on and I put the when I take them off I put them in the same bag put them inside of the bag so that you know where things are so start forming habits for yourself put your eyelashes in a specific eyelash a little cute case or something put that in your makeup bag Close the makeup bag, put it back in your bag, just like mm-hmm. in the same- small habits. Well, because when you first start, you'll have makeup all over the table. Mm-hmm. Put when you're using a brush, put the brush, uh, you know, back down in a certain place when you use it. Like yeah. just train. She has yourself. like a brush roll, and each yeah. brush has a specific spot. Yeah, you, yeah, it just helps you. It does help. Like you think about the whole show as a whole and what you need for it, and then. Just slowly break that down yeah. and then break that down and then like in the way that you pack, break that down so that like, like Tranika said, like once you have like a habit and a system, you know it, where it is. flows so smooth. It cuts your time down. I mean, you know, you see the girls first starting like oh, <laughs> the God. amateur shows and it's just yeah. chaos. Like, why am I taking five hours to space. get ready? Yeah, why does it take so long? And then, you know, it takes you an hour and a half right. like after, you know, year three. <laughs> so I know. I would like to think about like instead of thinking about all the pieces that you need, think like imagining yourself in drag and starting from your feet and thinking like mm. feet up because it's easy to remember your shoes Yeah, you mm-hmm. start with your feet. Mm-hmm. Shoes are always the thing that I forget. <laughs> yeah. Start with my shoes and then what's next? Oh my God, my legs. Do I have things on my legs? What are yeah. they? Oh, up to my hips. Okay, what's happening there? And just go all the way up to the top my, of my head. My checklist goes in order of like how I put it on. So mm. like, do I have the pantyhose? Do I have the uh, underwears? Do I have the <laughs> bra? Do I have blah, 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 blah? Mm-hmm. And you just like go through and, and your checklist slowly like just... 
exists in your head and you don't mm-hmm. have to write it down. I love how your checklist exists. Like you describing it reminded me of the digital closet that Cher had in the list. I'm just like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like that's how I envisioned your that's brain putting it what together. I'm picturing. You're not, you're not wrong. That's what it is. Yeah, I'm a computer. Remember how we that's all perfect. wanted that closet? Yep. Uh, Dress me. Beep, beep. Yeah. Remember, have y'all seen girls just want to have fun? No. There's the one. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. It's drag, like, yeah. Wait, girls just want to have fun. It's Sarah. No, it's not that. Oh, I'm thinking of Chicago movie. What's the one with Coco Peru though? Oh, um, girls will be girls. Girls will be girls. Okay, wrong. Okay. No, this one's the. Okay, well, I won't describe the whole movie to you because we're on another time. (laughs) Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt is in it. Sarah Jessica Parker. Chicago plays a leading character. Uh, But the the like the mean girl in that one, she's got a closet where it's like a dry cleaners where like the bottom row goes this way and the top row goes that way, and she's got a remote control. It's pretty amazing. That's nice. Yeah, a girl great. can dream. Yeah, someday. <laughs> My closet is brought to you by IKEA. Yeah, hey. mine's a pile of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like hangers constantly falling out. Like every time I fix it, it breaks. <laughs> or, yeah. You know, if something flies out on the ground. All my racks are bending at the corner. Right. Yeah. We're like, you need to make racks that are better for drag. Like, yeah. people aren't just hanging up T-shirts. You guys, like, some clothes have weight to them. Like, come on, I'd you can only make wear better racks. Floating negligees. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do the next one. Joan from Chicago says, what's the most surprising thing, positively or negatively, you've heard other people say about your drag? Oh, wow. Positively or negatively. The most surprising thing? Yeah. I mean, what, Shay? I have a a good one. I would say the most surprising thing um, I ever heard negatively about my drag was that I was forgetful. I was like... (laughs) What? What does that mean? Exactly. I was just all like, girl, in what universe? Um, what are you forgetting? I- yeah, no, no, no. As if like my drag is like forgetful. Oh, forget- like, like forgettable. Oh, like she's oh, very, yeah, she's For- very yeah, forgettable. Yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. I said I forgetful. You were, like, yeah, I, got it. Yes. I was like, what? It's that yeah. champagne. Yeah, I don't see her. yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, it's forgettable. Um, I mean, what? this came from somebody who uh, was a hater, um, <laughs> a.k.a. my ex-boss at Whoa. Broadway Costumes in Chicago, Never <sighs> Give Them Your Business. Um, I was like, but you you always told me that you never saw it for that show, but I heard that you watched every episode that I was on in season nine, so how was I forgettable anyway? Yeah. Wow. Um, that was probably the most surprising thing, only because I was just all like, bitch, I know you remember me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This isn't really about my drag. And all the clothes I stole from you. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Do you have to flee Chicago tonight? Wait one second. (laughs) Wait, when was I released from that? No, it's probably been at least a good second. Come for me. You don't even know where I live, Bob. Fuck you and your dusty, crusty ass clothes. At Broadway Costume Chicago. <laughs> and you're fucking... You, you know what? You don't pay people enough, okay? Your clothes, half of them are sun-bleached because you don't have blinds in that factory, okay? And the other half are moth-eaten. And anything that was worth anything, they were relieved from that crazy prison that you put those costumes in. And they are touring around the world making the children happy in ways that you couldn't possibly imagine. So suck a dick, bitch. Whoa. Mic drop. Who's going to follow that? Not me. I also may have a piece or two from that. Yes, take them. Oh my God, no. And and you know what? And I like to, because things that I like lifted from there, I've like gifted to other drag queens. So like, it keeps on giving. It keeps on helping other people's drag. They are in the community just like helping people Fuck him. They've been liberated. Yes, they've been liberated. And that's what I would always say. Like, I'd be like, I liberated this from this, like, prison. And just, like, I found it in, like, a dark, damp corner of this closet. And I'm just all, like, and not I brought it. Yeah, not being appreciated. Oh, man. So. Alexis, what's the most surprising thing that you've ever heard someone um, say about your drag? Well, so one time someone came up to me. I was at, um, I was at a gig, and they were like, hey, are you okay? And I was like... I'm fine. What do you mean? And they're like, you're always so negative on Facebook. And what? I was like, no, you're not. Exactly. <laughs> I, I'm literally like either posting about gigs or saying nice things about people. Yeah. What are they reading? Out of you. Well, I was like, are you sure that's me? 
And because, uh, I mean, me and Cass Ass bear resemblance, but they're not negative on Facebook no, either. No, not so even a like, little bit. I don't know what that means. And they, I, and they didn't seem that drunk. So I don't know what it was. Maybe did they just thought I was something else, but they knew I was Alexis trying to poke you. I don't know. They thought she were Magnolia Crawford. Oh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> <laughs> I like realized that I like followed her and I was just all like why and like unfollowed promptly. I was like, how am I even she following? That weird picture that was like a Bob edit and I was, it just gave me a weird like, icky feeling. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. She like edits people's. I don't know. I'm being messy, but oh. she like edits people's pictures and I just don't. I don't know. Maybe they're supposed to be funny. I thought she quit. Dress. She did. Last I heard, she was just like on Instagram being like lifestyle bloggy like look at this cactus in this backyard in Arizona that I'm hanging out in you know that kind of content I support here's me in a pool with a cocktail (laughs) (laughs) like yeah I wish y'all could see the pantomime that's (laughs) theater queens all of us (laughs) we have to sell the story we have to like give the whole thing yeah Lucky, what about you? Oh, oh no. I was hoping I'd have another time, like a minute yeah. to think about it. This is actually I, a really hard one. I think some, uh, uh, someone, some, you know what? It's like a consistent thing, actually. And I think that this gets said to a lot of AFAB queens where they're like, you, you know, there's no transformation. You're not trying hard. Or the transformation. And, I, and I'm just like, and then I like to post the most ridiculous photo of me looking the clowniest that I can possibly find wearing like 15 pounds of yeah. something and just be like, this is my grocery store outfit. <laughs> so I agree with you. I think that I yeah. need to try harder. <laughs> yeah. It's rough and weird and I hate it. And those are like normally the people that are wearing like wet and wild lip gloss and some like lashes <laughs> from Jewel Osco that are like. Cargo shorts in a basement. Is right. It's always then. like the last person needs to be like. Like critiquing anyone's shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always. So many opinions and nothing to show. Yep. Love that. Yeah, it's my favorite. We started out so fluffy and now we're like drinking. <laughs> we're, we're like, making up for it. Suck a dick, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I really have a, a answer to that. I don't that you're short. Uh, <laughs> I am. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good job. We good did talk. so good. <laughs> Like, wanna, wanna, let's have a podcast where we talk about things. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you okay. Read the next question. <laughs> um, all right. Russell from Chicago said, "What are some uh, drag subcultures and genres that you feel are underrepresented?" Huh. Lucky, I feel like this is your. Yeah, this is generally my wheelhouse, wheelhouse. but I'm not thinking about nothing. You, uh, uh, you know what I think? I think there's like a subgenre that's like a subgenre of a subgenre, which is like circus drag. Oh yeah. Where people who do like circus acts, yeah. but they're doing actual drag and not like burlesque that's yeah. kind of like make with heightened makeup or something mm-hmm. that like they're actually circus performers and they're doing it in drag. And I feel like there's a, a sort of smattering worldwide and they're doing amazing things. I can't think of any of them right yeah. now. Yeah. But um yeah, maybe we'll tweet about it or post something about it later because I feel like it's really cool and I'm always in awe of circus performers and they never get right. for what they yeah. do. I'm right. like, your body can do things that I can't even I'm imagine. just all like, I, I, I look at like things like that that are like super athletic and I'm like, <laughs> how do I do that in a corset? Yep. Because I mean, like I'm really don't imagine that I'm going to give up the Popeyes and as I get older, I'm just like, I just got to pull that corset tighter. So I'm just all like, um, can I do that cinch though? Can I pull myself up those silks? Like, oh my God. Juggling, juggling. You could take up juggling. You know what? Yes. (laughs) I want to see Does Kim know how to juggle? I kind of like. I learned how to juggle when I was little. Took, oh, wait, was that you that knows I, how to juggle? I took, like, clowning classes. And oh, okay, it was you. I was just like, yeah. I know a drag queen that knows how to juggle. Got you. And, like, uh, my, I took pantomime classes from Marcel <laughs> Marceau's Apprentice. You did not. Mm. I did lots of weird shit. <laughs> um, I love that. Yeah, I don't know. What else is underrepresented? Hmm. I mean, Chicago does a really good job of yeah, representing many thing, different... I feel like our thing is, like... Yeah, variety and if you want to do sure it, you can do it here. Everything, yeah, diverse. for real. I feel like that's what Chicago's good for. That's what we're known for. We like mm-hmm. push the underrepresented stuff to the front, like Which I love. purpose. Because we're all like, we want to see this and see where yeah. it goes versus mm-hmm. like these other cities on the coast that are like industry driven. Yeah, and they're like, but this is what we're seeing in the magazines, and we're just all like, well, this is what's new and what we haven't seen yeah. before, so we're interested. Or yeah. you get like in smaller towns, like a girl who's like the mother of the house who makes like 
five queens who look exactly just like her. Yeah. And then and those are the rules. And they all work at the bar. And then you go out on a night and you see like five white girls that look the same doing the mm-hmm. same number. Yep. And like hush hush. That's just like. <laughs> 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 and that's just like you know. Yeah, I always That's get super standard. nervous when that when I'm like in a smaller town and yeah. I go in there and I'm just like, well, here comes the clown. Like, what's up, guys? And everybody's like blonde and sexy and on the yeah. bar and I'm just like, I'm about to do something real weird up in yeah. here. I hope, hope you, you like, like it. it. <laughs> um, all right, do you want to? I will do it. Uh, oh, Vittoria from Rio de Janeiro. That's oh really gosh. cool. Ooh. We're international, y'all. <laughs> What is a tip you were given early on that stuck with you to this day? <sighs> Gotta dive deep. I will say, uh, one time I was in a local Chicago store, Beatniks, and I ran into my... Um, and they told you, we still don't have 301. No, no. <laughs> and I ran into uh, this queen that were the same age, but she was a little bit ahead of me in, the, in her drag journey. Her name's Shea Coulee. <laughs> wow. Here we go. And you were like, hey, can I give you some unsolicited advice? And I was like, please. And she was like, I really just want you to go for it. And you said that to me, and I still think about that to this day. I, like, I have it with me all the time. I'm like, okay, oh. am I going to go for it tonight? I really need to. And I, I remember that conversation. Yeah. I remember that. And I thank you so much, because I, I always think about that. Yeah, because I I had just, I I just remember always watching performances and also uh, me and Alexis went to Columbia at the same time. Yeah, we met out of drag. Yes, yes. And we had, uh, yeah, no, because I was an underclassman. I was lower uh, than you. And I remember um, like my dance classes would normally be starting like after yours, like in like Chrissy Bramlett's class. And so I would remember like watching you in that class. And then I remember like watching you at auditions and you know, like just energy. I pick up on energy and there was a certain energy from you that I always saw. And then when it came in drag, I always saw like glimpses of that, Mm -hmm. but almost like, like it wasn't like breaking oh, yeah. all the way through, yeah. and and then I just remember just being like, I just want to see that because like I knew what you were capable of just yeah. from seeing you dance at school, and so then I was just all like, bring that out, That's yeah. I, I I definitely think that you have a personality type that like is like you want to, Alexis, you want to like push other people to the front and be like, well, you have your moment, you know. Like I feel like yeah. you're just such a person to play along and like be helpful, and like I feel like in the past like, couple years, you've really, like, come to the front, especially with, like, Wanakiki and stuff. Um, yeah, I feel like you were, like, happy to be a background character. I'm, Do you yeah, know what I mean without yeah. saying, uh, being shady when I say that? I no, mean, like, I say that, too. I you say, were, like, a happy company member and, right. of, like, Chicago Drag, and now you're, like, you know what? This is my moment to, like, bust out. Thanks. Yeah, that's actually what I say when people are, like, who's Alexis? And I'm, like, she's the... She's the chorus girl in the back who is pretty enough to play the lead, but yeah. she's too dumb to memorize the lines. So she's happy in the back of the chorus dancing yeah. and singing. She loves it. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I specifically remember the 42nd Street tap dance number. That was a really good yes. one. Yes. Oh, I love that. That's a good time. Because I was like learning tap at the time. And I was I just didn't like, even realize you she was like classes above me, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> like, I was really like, fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Was there any specific advice that stuck with you? Um, This one I got from Kim Chi, and it was with applying glue on lashes. She was like, apply it on the top of the lash, not like on the inside. So that way, when you push up, it'll like grip it and then like curl the lash like up and like so it won't like sag and be too heavy. This is changing my life. See? Changed my life too. I'm the youngest queen at this table, and I'm like, what? Yeah, so like put it like on the top so that you can like. And then it will say, always like curl up. I feel up. like mine is like makeup advice from Kim. Yeah. I mean, me and Jay and Kim and like. I we used to out. get together and have painting parties and, we, and yeah, practice. We would get ready together at Scarlet back at Training because Most Wanted. And I, I just remember knowing nothing about makeup. And uh, you and Kim are like so much better. Like that like came more naturally to you guys. So I was just like happy to listen so i feel like kim so has every voice. hack you can think of like oh, yeah. kim is that, that queen sense. because like you know she'll post those pictures that are like did this beat in 45 minutes and you're like how photographic memory so i feel like she can yeah. watch like a makeup tutorial that someone else does and yeah just go 
um, okay, I'm going to match it with this wig I have and this look I have. And it's just so effortless. And yeah. for me, it just, I look at my face and I can't figure it out. Wow. <laughs> right. So, it, yeah. Um, That's overwhelming. Shout out to Kimchi. I yeah. mean, Every honestly, makeup hack you could think of that girl yeah, has. Yeah, for it. sure. Uh, she's, that bitch is smart. <laughs> yeah, every piece of advice that she gave me for makeup was used. So. I don't know why I heard every pizza advice. Oh, every pizza <laughs> advice. I was like, also. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I feel like the, the one thing that really stuck with me, and I can't at this point even remember who told me, but um, no, it was Cat Sass. I will never forget Cat Sass grabbing me by the shoulders. Uh, I forget what show it was, but it was like I was really nervous, and Kat was like helping with my wig and just like grabbed me by the shoulders and looked me in the eyes and just went, fuck him in the heart. That is so dramatic. And I just was like, ah, oh, yes, I will. And also, like, you know, I'm like emotional on stage. And so that really spoke to me <laughs> to just be like, oh, I can be sad and powerful at the same time. Yeah. Cause that was a thing that I, I was like very sad and kind of internal <laughs> and that is not good on stage no. in any way. Yeah. But like, Fuck him in the heart. Not fuck him in the. Now I'm gonna be. Now I'm gonna be like hearing that in the back of my just like fuck him in the heart. Yup. Anytime you do like a sad Whitney ballad. Anytime you're like doing some soaring opera piece. I'm Uh, just like fuck him in the heart. Or a Jeffrey Dahmer piece. No. Too many murder jokes. Yeah. You should have pheromone on here. You'll have all the murder jokes you could ever want. You should have that. Oh, pheromone has. Oh, a lot of people don't realize. She has a very, very dark, 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 dark uh, sense of humor. Like, really like it, and like, I feel like some people are so just all like, is this how this bitch really is? And you're like, yeah. It's the same about Kim Chi, where like, when you know Kim, Kim is... It's always like the cute Ooh. pink ones yeah. that like love like teddy bears and like hearts and like glitter and like, then like behind closed doors. Like, yeah, you're like, <laughs> I love like, You're like, there's a dark side to you. I don't like that, it. Like, yeah. throws out like a joke that like shuts down the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, LOL. I'm like, not in a bad way. She's but just, you're like, just all super like, wow. Morbid. That's yeah. so cool. <laughs> I mean, I love dark humor. So, yeah. Um, all right, we have one final question. Um, all right, this is from Gemini from Chicago. What is your favorite, what is your personal favorite underrated drag hack? I mean, we kind of got into this. We did a little bit, and I learned a thing today. <sighs> drag hack. What did you, oh, oh the, the eyelash, yeah, the eyelash glue. Underrated uh, drag hack. Now, uh, the table using, goes silent. Uh, like, what do you guys use to, uh, to get rid of the glue on your head? Because I use, like, take the, it off? Yeah. Do you use alcohol or do you use like the oil? When it's stuff? really, really bad, I've used Goo Gone before. Oh. Mm. But never near my eyes or anything, but like on the hairline, especially like on sideburns. Do you lusters, use- like lusters pink, like oil yeah. sheen yeah, yeah, is yeah. like perfect yeah. for getting the glue off. It's so funny that you were like talking about uh, getting uh, glue off because I was going to say the uh, really good hack that I learned with like lace friends is to actually. Um, apply the glue on top of the lace. So, like, get it on your head in place, put the glue on top of the lace, mm. and then take an extra nylon nylon wig cap mm. and then tap it to, like, get it Is nice that a Bianca Del Rio hack? Because mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that was mm-hmm. how it was taught to me, too. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, also another Bianca Del Rio hack to like wash your synthetic wigs. Uh, a tablespoon of Murphy's uh, oil wood soap what? with water in like a, 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 a like Tupperware bin mm-hmm. and then let it sit there overnight and then you will see all, it pulls all of it oh, out of the wig without like, and it also like adds a level of like moisture and you just oh, like wow. take that out, like perfect. A tablespoon you say? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, Layla McQueen. She takes a toothbrush when she's removing her lace. So a lot of us will just take the wig off. You kind of have to peel it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, she puts the ninety nine percent alcohol on mm-hmm. the um, the toothbrush and does does it over the lace while it's on her head, oh. so that she doesn't pull the lace to stretch it. Mm. So she yeah she kind of releases it, off, it first, releases yeah. it, That's and then so just smart. kind of softly. Pulls That's why her wigs are always so her hair laid. Is, her hair is always great. so laid. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Okay, That's good to know. Cool. Thanks, great. thanks, Layla. Yeah. 
Any? Thanks, Gemini, for asking the question. I've been using the got to be glued as, mm-hmm. as a least that. glue. Okay, I've been hearing that. What do you do? I just take a brush uh, and I kind of brush it on. Got to be glued? like The, the gel. The gel, mm-hmm. okay. And then I, I just kind of brush it on. I let it get tacky for a little bit. Like I'll, I'll go get the wig or something. Uh, or maybe I'll blow dry it. And then I put it on. And then I'm really lazy, so I just wait till I get home and like shower it out. But it comes out pretty easy. I would also say use um, uh, bonding glue for your eyelashes. Like use hair oh, bond, weave. weave bonds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you do use uh, lash glue, you put it on the lash, wait like mm-hmm. a minute, and then apply it because it's just really wet for the first like. Yeah, yeah. otherwise you have to sit yeah. there and hold them in shape. Yeah, and yeah. Really and you let it and you get look crazy. tacky and gummy and then you put it on. But mm-hmm. if you use weave bond, you put it on and it just starts drying immediately. So you just like mm-hmm. put it right on there and she stays. Yeah. Um, green under foundation for red canceling sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like orange and reds for for dark, dark hair, hair. coverage, and then yeah. green for if you're like super rosacea or red or something, or you've got a giant pimple, <laughs> as some of us do sometimes. All right. Well, that brings us to the end. Uh, if you will please share your social media so we can follow you. Yes, uh, you can find me on all social media platforms. Uh, at Shea Coulee. Shea, S-H-E-A, like the butter, last name Coulee, C-O-U-L-E-E. Um, do you have any big shows coming up? Anything you need to plug? Um, I will be uh, ripping and running for a Murray and Peter Presents Drag Queen Christmas. Um, and then uh, New Year's, I will be at the Parliament House <gasps> with Alaska. Oh, first gay bar I ever went to. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I Do you know I jumped in the pool at my last gig? <gasps> because I thought I was going to be, like, super funny. And I was just like, <laughs> yeah, no one's ever jumped in the pool. And I was just all like, I would totally do it. And, and then some guy was like, uh, jump in the pool. And I was just all like, for $100. And then he literally just like, poof. Ooh. Like produced a hundred dollars, and I was I like, "Also jump in the pool." I was like, uh, "Well, yeah." <laughs> I was like, "I'm a woman of my word." So <laughs> I'm going to Orlando on Monday <laughs> to go to Disney. So I'm actually going to be at Parliament House on Monday just to oh, like nice. see dragon shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Alexis, share Alexis. your thing. Hi, I'm at Alexis Bevels. That's B E V E L S on all social media platforms. <laughs> Uh, this Sunday, I'm going to be, actually, me and Dixie and Cartwright are going to be in Poughkeepsie for Pink Eggs and Glam. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm really excited about that. It'll be my first time performing New York adjacent. So, <laughs> thanks. I'm excited. Yeah. And, um, and then in the end of January, some of the Camp Wanakiki girls are going on a little tour. We're going to be in L.A. Uh, at all the Hamburger Marys uh, in that area and... Uh, Chicago and Milwaukee, and then Florida as well. So keep an eye out for that. Congratulations. Yes. I'm T-Rex in Chicago. Um, uh, I'm going on a tour with Hard Candy. Uh, Well, a small version of that, but... um on the 14th of January, I'm in Cincinnati. 15th, Lexington. 16th, Louisville. Um, and then, oh, uh, Tiffany Pollard, New York. American icon. Incredible. Superstar. She's going to be at a drag matinee on the 12th of January. Tammy Brown will be uh, there on the 12th. Nope. On the 29th of December. <laughs> and Serena Chacha will be there on the 15th of December. Why did I go backwards in time? We Who knows? never know. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> oh, well. That's the um, thing. All right. Oh, and you? And me. I exist somehow. Uh, my name on uh, Instagram is lucky.stiff. On Twitter, I am still Lucky Stiff Two. That's the number two because Carl won't answer my messages. Fucking some guy named Fucking Carl. Carl. Sitting on Lucky name Stiff. is Carl. Know, right? Uh, sitting on it since asshole. 2009. Not tweeting. I really hope he's not dead because I'll feel really bad. Um, mm. I've got a thing into Twitter. We'll see if they respond. I'm basically like, Carl's not using it, and it's me, and I'm I need it. That's so yeah, it's like um, my shit. Yeah. That's like kind of mine. So Carl, get with it. Um, and I am at Goddess. Usually it's every third Friday, but December fourteenth we are doing Goddess Romance Novel at Berlin Nightclub with Jupiter Velvet from Miami, and I'm super super excited about that. So y'all come out for it. 
Awesome. All right. Thank you guys for joining us. Yeah. Yeah. See you next time on the tea. The tea.